Good morning, Calvary Church. I'm up here on the side. It's such a blessing to be able to celebrate baptisms, to, to celebrate those who are coming into kind of just a recognition of what God has done on the inside in their hearts to say, I want to proclaim this to the world. I want to share my testimony with, of what Jesus Christ has done in my life. <clears throat> and we're so excited to be able to do that. And just as Pastor Jim taught us out of Galatians chapter 3, what it is to be baptized, right, is to be clothed in Christ. And we know that baptism is not something that saves us, but it's this representation of what Christ has done on the inside in our hearts. What he's done, he's done that work to renew us and to save us from our sins. And so then we come for the congregation to proclaim, yes, Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my Lord. And so I want to I introduce to you Andrew. He's going to come join me. And he's going to share his testimony of what Jesus has done in his life. And he wants to proclaim that to you now. Good morning. I was raised in a Christian home and have attended Calvary all 24 years in my life. Growing up, I attended Calvary each Sunday with my family and was also active in the youth group. It seemed like I was living the life I thought a Christian should live, checking off the boxes and in a way trying to earn my way to get God's grace. It felt like I was sleepwalking through my faith walk. There were sins in my life that I'll tell myself weren't that bad and I could be doing much worse. I fail to understand the grace that God gives, not because of anything I have done, but because of who He is. I had the knowledge of who Christ was instilled in me by my parents, but I never fully understood the love and grace God has offered through His Son, Jesus Christ, until this past year. This year was a difficult one for a lot of people, and this was no different for me. I was a senior in college, preparing to graduate in the spring of 2020. I had imagined myself graduating and getting a job within my degree field. As is often the case, God had a different plan in mind. Sometimes God brings blessings to teach us about who he is, and sometimes he chooses to bring a trial. In this case, he brought a trial. I struggled with who I was and what to do with my life for seven months as I struggled to find a job. This season of my life forced me to realize that I was not in control. For the first time in my life, I felt a strong pull to get into the word on a daily basis. This prompting from the Holy Spirit drastically changed the way I viewed myself, as well as the salvation that is found in Christ alone. A sermon that really impacted me was when Pastor Thomas spoke about our identity and where to look to find it. He said that our identity is not in the things of this world or, peop or people we are, but we are first, slaves to Christ, two, saints in Christ, and three, recipients of God's grace and peace through Christ. I am thankful for this trial and how it revealed God's love in a deep and powerful way to me. I was so thankful Christ does not ask for perfect people, but takes broken people and brings them to new life in Him. I am eternally grateful that He pursued a sinner like me, bringing me from death to life. I want to publicly declare that my identity is not in my job or anything else I do, but it is rooted in who Christ says I am. My favorite verse is Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Andrew, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Uh, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus Christ the rest of your days? Yes. Based on this profession of faith, I want to baptize you, brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in his death, raised to new life in him. I'm going to invite Alex to come on down to share her testimony as well. Good morning. I want to start by saying our God is a faithful God. He proves his faithfulness to me every day. I see him in areas I would have never expected to find him. Before I accepted him into my life, I felt stressed, anxious, worried, and lost. I did not understand why I would constantly feel this way until he took me into his arms. There have been nights I have laid in my bed in amazement because I was not stressed about something I knew I would have been stressed about before. He left the 99 to save me. If I was to talk about all the times God has answered my prayers or spoke to me, we would be here for a long time. I know he is always answering my prayers in his perfect timing. When I pray for patience, I get a traffic jam on the day I'm running late for work. On the day I prayed for him to help me with my complaining and grumbling after the Sunday service on Philippians chapter 4, verse 14, a bird attacked my head as I was walking to my car after babysitting some children at their church. When I prayed for his will to be done in me, I find opportunities to talk about my faith with people around me. When I pray for him to show me the next step to take in my faith journey, I attend the young adult group at Calvary. I walk into YA for the first time and listen to Pastor Mark talk about the importance of baptisms. Needless to say, God spoke through Pastor Mark, and here I am. In choosing to follow God, I have changed so much about the way I live my life. I did not change my lifestyle because I felt I had to if I wanted to follow Jesus. I changed my life because I wanted to please him in all that I do. At first, I thought drastically changing so much about my life would be hard, but it turned out to be easy because I knew he was there with me through it all. Through the highs and the lows, I will praise his glorious name. I felt his overwhelming presence on June 25th, 2021. I sat at my kitchen table writing in my journal. I had already changed so much about my life and was growing in my faith tremendously. I still felt unworthy of him. I felt I didn't know enough about the Bible. I wasn't far into my faith journey. I didn't have Bible verses memorized. I didn't feel like I was enough. I carried a heavy weight on my shoulders thinking I was not enough to be asked to be saved by him. That's when I felt something from inside me say, you are enough. Through tears at my kitchen table, I wrote out all I needed to say and prayed with my whole heart. I felt him there with me as he took the weight off my shoulders. I value my relationship with the Lord over all things. I want to stand at the gates of heaven and say that I know God and hear him say that he knows me. I want to end by reading from Psalms chapter 23, verses 1 through 4. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Alex, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to follow Jesus Christ for the rest of your days? Yes, I do. Well, based on that testimony of faith, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him is that raised to new life in him.
And this is hope. I grew up in Calvary. My earliest memories of church go back to Sunday school with veggie tails and goldfish. The concept of Jesus wasn't something I had a grasp on until I was a little older. And around middle school, my parents stopped taking us to church consistently, but I was okay with it. To me, going to church was something that I was forced to do every Sunday. Not being in church ended up skewing my view of God. The summer before my freshman year, my parents signed me up for a Christian summer camp called Lake Anne. I was totally against going and even resented the idea of having to be in a Christian environment. It wasn't what I had thought, though. It was exciting, and it felt great to be around such nice people. Before the week came to an end, I remember standing outside of my yurt with my counselor and praying the sinner's prayer. But by the next year, I had felt like I had let God down, and so I rededicated myself to follow through in my relationship with God. Many things changed after that. I stopped cursing, found a better friend group, and attended the high school ministry here at Calvary. This year, I had a life-changing opportunity. I attended a program at Lake Ann called Reborn Rangers. We sat through hours of sessions, participated in activities, and even wrote a devotional to possibly share with the whole. That week, I grew closer to God. I learned what my relationship with Him looks like and finally let go of a sin I struggled, for, struggled with for so long. I was burnt out and overloaded by the end of it all. And when I went home, it took a couple weeks to really process what those five days had meant to me. My pull to be saved, to read the Bible, confess sin, and follow God is what led me here. I walked up to my pastor, Josh Carhan, youth group pastor, um, and I told him that I wanted to be baptized. Uh, after being able to let go of that sin that I had struggled with so much, I was ready to publicly proclaim what God had done for me. On that note, I want to share a verse that we learned in Reborn. But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everybody who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do so with gentleness and respect, 1 Peter 3.15. And this verse is very important to me because just publicly proclaiming what he's done for me, and that's about it. Praise Lord Hope. Have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and, just, and commit to following Jesus Christ alone for the rest of your days? Yes. Well, based on your testimony and your profession of faith, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Based on your life in Christ. Amen. Well, good morning. I'm so excited that we get to share in baptism this morning. Um, and just as Pastor Jim had just taught us out of Galatians chapter 3, it talks about baptism clothing us in Christ. And ultimately, this is the picture of, of what it is to be clothed in Christ, right? We're, we're buried with him, but yet we're raised to new life. And this is just an outward symbol, outward picture of what has happened in our hearts, and so I loved, I love baptisms because we get to hear the testimonies of what God is doing right here in our midst. Our vision here is to be Christ church in this place. And to be Christ church in this place, we get to celebrate and we get to be excited with those who are coming into God's midst and saying, yes, I want to be a part of what God is doing. I want the renewal of my life. And so I'm really excited to welcome Zeke 
uh, down into the, the pool this morning. And Zeke is here with his mother. And so they're going to share uh, just the testimony of how God has renewed his life. And so I'm going to bring him over here. Here's a step here, but right up on that stool, you see it? There you go. All right. Yeah, we want to be able to see him. Hi, my name is Zeke Wong, and I'm eight years old. I've believed in Jesus for as long as I can remember. My dad, mom, and grandpa have always told me stories about the Bible. I decided I wanted Jesus to live in my heart when we studied Revelation at church at home. I love asking my mom and grandpa hard questions because my brain is wired differently than most of yours. I want Jesus to live in my heart and help me overcome the challenges that autism brings in my life. I know God will help me, and I want to be in his team and get to go to heaven someday. Amen. Zeke, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to following Jesus Christ alone? Yes. All right. Based on this testimony of faith, my brother, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Bearing with his death, I a new life. How awesome is it that we get to see children come and excited about the Lord uh, and to be baptized, just obeying what God has called us to do. Uh, We get to invite Danielle down. Um, I ignored the Lord at least two times when he told me to get baptized, but I'm up here today because I'm not ignoring him anymore. I went to church in my teen years and I believed in God, but I thought that if you went to church, you could go to heaven. In 2018, I went through some awful stuff. I got into an abusive relationship and it resulted in me becoming pregnant. In November of 2018, I lost my unborn baby boy. I got into drugs, developed depression, and tried to end my life. I ended up in Pine Rest because I needed help. I wanted nothing to do with God, even though it was a Christian mental health facility. On the last day, though, I reached out to the chaplain on site because I felt like going back to church. He recommended three churches, and Calvary was one of them. I remembered that my old boss and now good friend Lynn attends Calvary, so I reached out to her. She invited me to come and invited me to a class for ladies that she was teaching. In January 2019, I came to church here for the first time in 10 years. I had a lot of questions after the service, so I reached out to Lynn and she told me we could discuss them. She was teaching a series on grace. The second class was God's Redeeming Grace. 
She told us the parable in Luke 15 about the lost sheep. After class, we sat down and Lynn asked, or I asked Lynn about going to heaven. I didn't feel good enough to go to heaven, but God's redeeming grace gave me the hope that God loves me. She read me Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, which says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe it in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. That moment I felt the Spirit, and I said, Jesus is Lord, and believed it in my heart. I felt the Lord's presence with me that day. Later on in the service, we sang a song titled Reckless Love. And in the chorus, it says, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. I felt like God speaking to me that day. He came and he found me. My life first is Psalms 40, verses 2 and 3. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord, fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Amen. Danielle, have you placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes, I have. And do you renounce Satan, this world, and your own evil desires and commit to following Jesus Christ alone? Yes. Based on your profession of faith, I want to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Very good life. Nice to meet you.